Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage here in sunny Santa Cruz, California. Oh, shut up, Doc. It was roasting. (laughs) It was roasting. It was. 76. (laughs) Tonight in the garage, we have me, your lovely host, this is Eliza. Next up, running the board tonight for the first time is Zach. Oh, hello. Next up, we have Knock. Yes. Lucas. Balls of steel. Jake. I got balls of steel. Jake. What's up? Scott. Hi. And Big Jim. Here. All right. So let's get right into, well, before we get into what we did today, I just want to say for Scott, who's new to Santa Cruz, when you got here yesterday and then this morning, it was cold. Which you said you liked I thought it. it was comfortable. You thought it was comfortable. <laughs> I was so happy to be back and then I in t- someplace that was in the 60s. Yeah. He <laughs> thought, yeah, oh, true. this is really nice. And Groovy. I'm like, sorry, it's freezing right now. <laughs> uh, but then it heated up quite nice. Night- was that too hot for you today? I don't think so. But you said I got a really red face. <laughs> I think I was embarrassed quite a bit today. <laughs> <laughs> So, who got anything done today? Anyone? I uh, tried to, attempted to replace my clutch cable. and uh, I was wondering what you were doing over there. The clutch cable that I have now is from a CR450R that I had just randomly, and uh, it didn't fit. So, it was too long or too short. It was some weird bullshit. So, I had to That's what she said. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, anyways, uh, it's, it's all corkscrewy, kind of like a pig's. Never mind. Um, uh, uh, button. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I disassembled my thing and then I put it back together and and now I have a frayed OEM clutch cable. I got to order a new one now. So uh. I don't know. What are you gonna do? Uh, Why is it afraid? Afraid. 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 Even them stunting wheelies. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I heard stories. I did make a great intro though, didn't I? It was a great entrance the other day. The, oh, your stoppy the other day. That was fun. That was a uh, that was a legit stoppy. Eleven man. and a half o'clock stoppy. It was I thought, awesome. I thought you were no. I was about to go full over. control, man. The Russian judge was not impressed. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was like a five eight for those fuckers. You you say you were in full control. Your sphincter said something else. No, no, no. Well, the bike was actually attached to my butthole at that point. So. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to change out the car boot on the XR350, which I, because it's been bogging and having problems, and then uh, it separated, the, yeah. the car boot separated, and then I tried to glue it back together, and you know, mm. always trying to glue it first. That's the old recycle way. How much How much was the uh, the new boot or used boot they were charging you They're for? expensive. Yeah. Um, there's a new old stock one that's been on eBay for 300 since I paid 500 what? for the bike I couldn't bring myself to do that so I've been searching 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 and then there's been one for 100 that was used then I found one cheaper than that that was misspelled <laughs> <laughs> 
Sounds like quality right there. Yeah, but and then so it went right in. Um, only thing I'm concerned about, That's which is weird, said. is the um, <laughs> intake ports are smaller on this one. Horribly smaller, or yeah, like three sixteenths of an inch. I wonder if it's like a well, you could always bore it out. Mm, no, not really, because it's an intake. It's curved intake. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But then, of course, once I got it all set up, I'm like, ooh, I'm going to try it. And then I turn the gas on, and then the carbs overflowed. It's like, <laughs> you, you know, when you leave it. No, you know, when you leave it sitting too long, and yeah. then the carbs get stuck. Like, oh, the float bowls yeah. and stuff? Yeah. I'm getting closer. You got you to you start for, writing all your shit, man. There's just way too much stuff that's I'm, not written around here, man. I'm I'm uh I'm culling the the stock on this episode of Hoarders in the herd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, Liza does doesn't ruin her bikes. Have you seen her toaster collection? You have a oh, toaster collection? <laughs> oh, hey, wow. don't blaspheme in here. Ask, ask, no uh, blaspheme for the nickel tour of the toaster collection. <laughs> toaster. It's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, Jim, you you saw the toaster. That's what collection. I said. Don't blaspheme about the. Co- toaster collection. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> it's actually a toaster museum. It's actually it's a, museum, a gateway. Man. It's a gateway drug to other collectibles. Tra- <laughs> Do those people yeah. think they were joking? No, my family collects toasters and they have their own toaster room. It's yeah. something to behold. <laughs> when you have that many toasters, it is it's pretty toasty cool. in there. It's hot. Do they feel proud of toasters? We're talking about it's old BMWs. I know, right? right. <laughs> I need to throw a toaster tank in there. Yeah. That would be cool. So, Zach, you got some shit done today. I did. Um, and I thank you for that. Yes. No, I, I helped Scott out a lot with um, getting his KTM back on the road, um, or back put back together. After I low-sided it with only 400 miles well, on the bike. Yes. We'll get into that in a second, but what did you repair today? Um, I finally got to repair the starter clutch in the CB900C, and so... It's grabbing fine. It's still firing out of both ends freely rather than <laughs> actually where it's supposed to. So I don't know. Yeah, but exactly. it still go like... No, no. no. Fixed. That's fixed. That's what, it was a starter clutch. Yeah. Well, so I could tell it was grinding really bad. Okay, let me tell you something funny. So I bought a new starter clutch off of eBay. And I brought it in and set it down on the table. Here's the uh, starter oh, clutch right here. Yeah. And um, I was spinning it to see if it felt different than the, if the new one and the old one felt any different. Do you all know what a starter clutch everyone in the room looks like? Yeah, pass it, pass so it around. Pass it around. <laughs> it's, it's a one way, it's a spry clutch. Don't, don't, don't pull it off the flywheel, though. Yeah. So, uh, here, pass it around. So, starter clutch goes, goes one way. One way. It's spark, so, the starter can spin it, but then when the engine is turning, it, spin that. it's a one-way thing. There you go. So, um... I had the old one here on the bench table, and we were taking it apart and inspecting it. And then um, uh, my friend Tim was over here this week. We were working in the garage, and he was just playing with it, and I had it all apart. We were showing all the pieces. And he was just had nothing to do, so he's like, oh, I'll just put it back together. So he assembled it. So I had the two side by side. So I, I go to spin the old one and I go to spin the new one and I realize they're spinning in opposite directions. <laughs> I felt like I was like on a turntable. I'm like, wait a minute. Here's your problem. What? Your problem. This can't be right. And so I'm like, oh, nuts. They almost were almost exact, exactly like many of the parts are exactly like 
So then I'm like, oh, no, now I'm going to have to like take the new one apart just to rob the parts to put it in the old one so it'll spin the right direction. Yeah. And in the process of doing all the taking apart, I realized that when Tim reassembled it, he put the top plate on the bottom so that the <laughs> assembly was installed upside down, but you couldn't tell when it was made in with the sprocket. And no, it was just, no, no, no. it was a good like 10 minutes wow. of like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, dude on eBay sold me the wrong one. Failure. Yeah, so that was a relief, and uh, yeah, so Zachy installed that. Yep. Um, but I was referring to on Scott's bike. So Scott had mashed um case. Yep. And a the mount for the the, the side case. Yep. Of which Scott immediately said, does anyone have a scissor jack? We can just stick it in there and pry it apart. Of which I responded with, no, hammer much better. (laughs) No hammer. Which we did try. (laughs) Which we we spent the next 20 minutes pounding and... It, aluminum is bouncy. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, what did we use? Then the scissor jack came out at work. But, you know, hammer much better. That's what I say. Um, so, yeah. Thank you, Zach. And I saw some welding going on. Yeah, no. Um, in bending the um, the bag, the yeah. rack back, yeah. back straight, um, and bending all of the, the tabs that lined up right with right. where the mounts go, I managed to break one of the welds, half, half one side of one of the welds, so I had to re-weld that. Oh, okay. um, he did a fabulous job. It actually yeah, fits better than it, it was right. new. Cool. Um, did anyone else do anything I, I just wanted to nominate him for the Hero of the Day Award. Aww. You know, it's... Uh, it's about as cool as finding a needle jet on the ground after a week. But, yeah. you know, oh, you were so milking that. Just. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, no, that's that's fucking aces, and so that's cool. And he yeah. came, and he was wrecked to this morning when he came. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got home at 4 o'clock in the morning this morning. <laughs> he was wrecked, and he showed up, and I'm like... <gasps> Can you help him? Yes. Wrecked. Uh, Let once, me help myself first. Once I have caffeine, I will help anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He he was most helpful. Usually, Nock is most helpful, but he went out and had a three-hour lunch. Oh, it was great. Are you kidding me? I had so many tacos, man. It was good. <laughs> that, that mole. Taco overload. <laughs> three hours, man. Oh, okay. And... Um, we had uh, yeah a bunch of other bikes here today. Jonathan working on the Rebel. Um, it's a starter clutch. Starter starter, the starter, starter motor. Stock. Yeah, we found out that the uh, the starter is just toasted. So he's taking it home and fucking with it. Right. Toasted. And I yelled at Jonathan this morning. What'd you, what'd you yell at him for? Well, because last week he was getting a little tired of working on the Rebel, and he's like, oh, you know, like money's tired right now. And mm. I think he was just looking at a giant pile, money pile, money pit, right? Of course. And I'm like, dude, stick with it. Like, you know, this can be cool. And then he, I got, I got him all pumped up. And then he got home and he sent me an email. And he's like, look, you're right. I bought a whole new front brake assembly, and he paid a hundred and like eighty three dollars for the for the master cylinder, the caliper, the line, the whole front brake assembly. And why, I'm like, why the whole assembly? When he came, I'm like, dude, you are not allowed to buy anything anymore without going through me first. And he's yeah. like, what, what do you mean? You told me to start buying parts. You went overboard, oh boy. I'm like, dude, you need to be monitored. Yeah. He, if anything, he should have gotten calps and maybe the caliper and just a rebuild kit that could have been okay. Yeah. I thought he was just but trying to get the this whole like, set. Like, even yeah. decently running 
and he bought a bunch of whole new shit. Like, well, what? it's all used stuff, but he spent a good amount of money for it. So, yeah. how much is that thing even gonna be worth if he puts it all together? You yeah, know, a grand. He'd sell for a grand, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So. What? How much? A grand, right? Oh. And if it's uh, a running motorcycle, I, don't know about that. I if, mean, if it's running, uh, if it's running good, yeah. I pitched to him that he should paint it army green and black and make it like a World a War Two style yeah. bomber. Yeah. With that brown saddle seat I have, that could look really nice. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Put some rebar so, for the uh, for the shocks there. <laughs> yeah. So I think he. Yeah, I caught him off guard when I was yelling at him. Put him on buying anything probation. Yeah. I said, yeah, you could have bought the the caliper, but I got a bunch of master cylinders over here. That well, you know, if, if all goes well, that starter motor is something that he can service on his own. And oh, yeah. yeah. You know. that's, that's still fun stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I think Ding, that was a contender, but I think Ding Bat of the Day goes to Donut. <laughs> <sighs> Bless his little heart. <laughs> I sense some sarcasm in that. <laughs> Um, his exhaust fell off again. <laughs> God. So here's the deal. Donuts exhaust keeps falling off. It keeps the where the exhaust mounts into the the flare that goes onto the pipe, yeah. right? Um, it keeps rattling and breaking the metal and just falling off. Uh. I explained this to him last time it did it that. The problem was that the clamp that goes around the muffler then gets clamped to the frame was larger than the body of the exhaust. So that the exhaust, in a sense, is just being cradled but still can rattle around. Essentially dangling loosely there. So it would rattle and vibrate and break all of the (laughs) mounting holes. This is on a DR650. DR650. So I told him last time, look, you need to fur out you need to put something around the pipe that the clamp grabs so that it can be tight on there because hypothetically if the clamp is holding the exhaust the rest of the muffler can fall off and that yep that exhaust won't move move. yeah Yeah. of which he said he did that but could you find a clamp pretty easily that would fit well he's got the the metal clamp that goes around it right but he needed to put something around inside oh, that so did that on. Yeah. He smarter sh- than you <laughs> so <laughs> he did uh, he needed to shim he the said muffler, essentially i did that but it fell out yeah i'm guessing that he didn't quite understand and didn't put enough in there so that it would be tight enough to grip it mm. i think if that was it so now this time he put some exhaust tape around it and then he put gorilla glue on there is that what was squirting out from the side <laughs> i oh saw that God. i don't think you realized gorilla <laughs> glue was awesome. a foaming glue i thought it was the stuff you squirt into your oh, windows when there's gaps in yeah the wood. that's what you put in your carburetors and your bike isn't running well. and he had to like after <laughs> <laughs> you delete system oh, 32 <laughs> <laughs> he had to drill all new holes again. And he's now running out of metal, so if it falls off again, he's screwed. I poor donut. Donut is somebody who does exactly what you tell him to do without completely understand what he's doing and why. Therefore, it may not always be done exactly right. Mm-hmm. And so it's like he, he he's d- he trying does it to his own standards. He's trying, but I don't think he <laughs> grasps the relationship between all of the parts. And their function. So, sadly, I give him dingbat of the day. Uh, he's trying to sell that thing, isn't he? I think he's kind of over it. <laughs> <laughs> he's 
He's been trying it's, to sell a bunch of things. This I've is a heard. good running bike, man. He just needs to take care of it a little Doesn't bit. Doesn't he still have attention. the Ninja 250? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. He thought he would sell it for three grand, but I guess that didn't pan uh, out. But it's not like it's <laughs> leaking oil. The muffler won't stay on. Yeah, right. You know, it's like of all the problems to frustrate you. Yeah. Well, no, there's actually, like there's actually a little patina of oil on that thing freshly every time he rides it. Every time I see him with it, there's always like more dirt and oil on the front of that head. So. Yeah, a little bit. On the okay. front of his head. It's a little bit okay, yeah. Hmm. So I wanted to read some emails. We had a lot of really good emails this week. Did we? First, I'm going to start with my favorite. Of course. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> they just like patting you on the back right now, for God's <laughs> sakes. This is from Chris in Cincinnati. Hi, Chris in Cincinnati. Um, so Chris says that her and her husband are brand new to the moto community. Um, they always wanted to ride, but they had kids and didn't get around to it. Um, but then her her husband finally decided to, to jump into into the bike pond, let's say. And uh, he bought a Honda CB400 Hawk. Yep. So great, great little bike. Great bike. And she's like, he rides it every chance he gets. If somebody wants ice cream, he's like, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Exactly. Um, so they're having a lot of fun with that. She says that the Misfits were instrumental in their decision. Uh, they love the show and they listen all the time. Yeah. Um, they especially love Somebody the recent. Listens to us. This is crazy. Wait, they no. said they especially love the recent Craig Vetter and the High Art podcast. Cool. And they love hearing about all the amazing folks in the moto community. And she says she just loves me. Yes, me. Uh, she says, can't say enough how amazing I think Liza is. I think she rocks. I would agree. Um, We're all just chopped liver here, apparently. That's what's up. And then, Watch Liza uh, hang that in the garage somewhere. I'm not even kidding. We're going to come in next Sunday, and it's going to be hanging on the wall. Yeah. Just that little spot's going to be like, cut out. Like, you should frame that email right now. <laughs> I, no, I, I already have it out. The Liza's going to buy herself up. a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Make herself a little metal. Turn well, it into wallpaper from my bedroom. <laughs> Um, she make a trophy that pats you on the back. So so now Chris, since her husband has a CB400, she is looking for a bike. And she's Ninja about 5'6", about a, a buck five. Ninja 250. Two-fitter. So she wanted some suggestions, and I went on in the Cincinnati Craigslist and uh, did the pre-shopping for her and found a whole bunch. You know, like the CM400. she pick up on any of CB550. Um, she really liked, I found a good-looking CB360T. Oh, cool. How old is that? What year? It's going to be like a 74. So you recommended a new rider a vintage bike? Yes, because what is her husband riding? Um, a bike that isn't vintage. The is CB400T isn't vintage? I don't know, is it? Exactly. Yeah. So, so they're going to spend more time <laughs> fixing it than they will riding it. I opted for a bike that would match what her husband is riding. Would they're be a good companion cool to that. That's important. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they, they just need so, to go down to Starbucks with their beanies and their handlebar mustaches. I, 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 did include, <laughs> I did include a link to a Rebel and to a uh, Ninja 250, um, but she really liked the, the vintage styles. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so we'll see if she pops on one of those. But yeah, Chris, thank you for listening and for sending in that email. Yeah, thank you. We yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, the vintage appreciate styles it. look really comfortable, too. You know, and for the type of riding they're doing, Lucas. They might spend more time under it for than a on it. Time. <laughs> right they really time, do. They're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and for Cincinnati, I think that's that's good. Yeah. Well, they ride, what, like three months out of the year? Maybe. Well, I mean, you know, you oh, get, you more get than the that. It's more all about smiles per mile, dog. <laughs> smiles per mile. Wow. I, must I mean, be they're really going for jaded ice cream. How, what's a bike you need to go for ice cream? Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, the the elite works perfect for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah got, you got to ride the elite. Did it scare the piss out of you? It did not. Really? Um, it was kind of fun. It reminded me of a C90 that I used to ride. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I saw yeah, you bomb the 150 on Graham Hill or Highway 9. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> You were rocking it. So, Nock, you got an email? Yeah, I got one from uh, Tony in San Francisco. Tony! Uh, let's a little set up. A couple of weeks ago, we did a podcast with Craig Vetter, and uh, at the end of the podcast, Vetter had uh, had a, what was it, a Helix? Yeah, Honda he Helix or so. So we pitched that out there, and a fella named Tony from San Francisco Tony. bought it. Yeah! And so we hooked him up with uh, Craig Vetter, and it says, uh, here's the email here. Here I am, Terry and Craig. Thanks for the podcast and the tip. For the last Helix is uh, his and her pair. Uh, had to go out past Sacramento. Thanks again. So he um, has another Helix, and he was yeah, looking he, for one. Yeah, he got two Helix. Helix says double Helix. Helix, helix. Oh. double Helix. Yeah. Oh. So uh, he sent us a couple of photos here, and yeah, it looks like they just got uh, a couple of cool Helixes. So yeah, made some connections. Yeah, they're Helix riders. Sweet. Yeah, 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 and he got to meet Craig and Terry, so that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Good. I'm glad that worked out. Yep. Um. I have an email from Rich, who didn't say where he's from, but hey, Rich. So um, Rich heard us call out for more topics, and um, he says, I've listened to all your tales, and it has encouraged me to do far more work on my own bike. I, I keep thinking of a project bike, and I'm not sure which to choose yet. He found a GB500, oh, Honda GB500. GB. Ooh. That bike interests me, but I get gun-shy because of parts. Yeah. Um, really, the concern. rarest thing on that bike is going to be the rear cowl and the tank. Yeah. Basically um, the shit that gets dented and fucked up the easiest. <laughs> yep, basically. I mean, I had one and the engine's the same as the... 600, right? 600 The, the 500, no. 500, oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah. I, there was a dirt bike. There were dirt bike parts on that. Yeah. Um, a lot of crossover parts from Honda on that bike. As long as the tank and rear cowl are intact, everything else you can kind of find parts for it's not that bad that is an amazing bike going up in value all yeah. the time is there a gb stand for great balls of fire i don't know balls of steel <laughs> <laughs> um is there a gb 500 uh form owners forum do you know there may be yeah um the gb 500 i assume it's going to be great britain it's also called the tt the tourist trophy mm-hmm. oh um yeah, those are so. What really, it comes really with really bad cool electrical bikes. stock? No, no, no. no <laughs> England. Oh, really, man. those are those are bikes that go, are going up in value a lot. That uh, didn't sell when they came out, but now are hugely popular. Yeah. So if you can find one and it's affordable, because they're going for probably thirty five hundred and up. Uh, get it. It's a great bike. Um, so he wants to know, uh, we're not going to talk about it yet because we've got to prep for this. I want you all to prep. Yep. But he wants to, uh, suggestions on how to find, how to source parts on old and rare bikes. Yep. So I've been talking to a lot of people <laughs> as I meet them, like uh, John Bentoncourt, and I was grilling him, like, what, what are your little tricks? I've got some tricks I use. You know, one I already said, like looking for misspellings on eBay. But um, <laughs> we're working on getting some good sources for you on that. Um, and that's pretty much it. What you got? Not. Uh, man, old bike barn, bike bandit uh, forums. Sometimes you can find substitute parts. Oh, we're not getting it into it now. I'm at oh. your email. Oh, my email. <laughs> okay. Yeah, dude. Oops, sorry. 
Okay, this is actually uh, this is from Anonymous. It's sent from my iPhone. I guess he had so much hate in him at that moment, he had to do it from his phone on the go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is titled, He's Gotta Stop. Okay, <laughs> seriously, Lucas has got to stop. It is becoming painful to listen to his douchebaggery sign Anon. How about you take that iPhone and shove it up your ass? <laughs> you probably wrote that from like a fucking Starbucks in okay, Mission District. Okay, Russian judge <laughs> not Fuck. Shots fired. <laughs> Russian judge not involved uh, on a scale of one to six. What's the hate mail uh, uh, rating on that? Um, I want to say kind of hilarious, but in a pathetic way. Yeah. So what's the number on there? Um, like three. <laughs> like, you didn't even say anything like about my mom. You know, like you could try better. You didn't even call me like a racial oh, yeah. slur. <laughs> Here's the deal: we make fun of Lucas here in the shop, but I get a little defensive when someone else makes fun of him. Yeah, he's our Only asshole. We get to yeah. make fun of Lucas. Yeah. He's our Only asshole. We, Only we are bag. <laughs> he is the lovable douchebag. Exactly. You, you your insults have to come through us first for approval. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're really good. Where's yeah, the line start? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take a number. Hey, guys. 174. I'll be here all day. <laughs> Guess Worse what? The DMV. Guess what time it is? Time to get ill. Time to play around of what's it, it worth? Worth. Four. It's not worth my pride, that's for sure. <laughs> so, because Jonathan has this Rebel 250 that he's working on, trying mm-hmm. to figure out what to do with it. And you know, do you, do you go stock and just resell it for a couple, bike. you know, a couple hundred bucks, or do you try and do something cool with it? So I found on Craigslist a Honda Rebel 250 bobber, mm. which is what Jonathan is thinking of doing. So don't wait, hey guys, don't whisper. Sorry, no whispering. So um, no secrets. We're here. just laughing at this thing already. Stop There's passing no notes. <laughs> Can I this see the pictures? Save for the podcast, Jake. <laughs> you have the same picture. Oh, we're all to the same one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, perfect. So this is a 1986 Honda Rebel. Um... And as he says, I don't have that much time to finish this. Mm-hmm. It's got new tires. Nobody new... finishes Rebel T50s. <laughs> new tires, new battery, new oil, clean title. Only thing left to do is to put the handlebar controls back on. Okay. Okay. Right. Is that a shower I'm a curtain sus- rod? <laughs> I'm a sure sus- looks like it. So, uh, Zach, can you describe what you're looking at? Yeah. Failure. Uh, what mods? Do you, <laughs> what mods do you see? What do you like? What do you think Shit. is is crappy? I I see a Rebel 250 with a solo seat, no rear fender. Um, looks like a is a stock tank maybe. Stock tank, yeah. It's got the straightest bars I ever did see. Drag bars. Yeah, and very long. <laughs> and very very long drag bars, and, and like it's got orangutan bars. It's got floorboards on it, which mm-hmm. is. I, There's gonna be no lean on this. I don't know about yeah. that. Yep. Uh, yeah, and uh, be- looks like uh, some pictures at sunset. It's got a side mount, tail light, and license plate. Uh-huh. Um, oh, it's legit then. It's actually got a nice <laughs> uh, paint job on the tank, so it's all black. It's gloss yep. black. Um, it's got the stock turn signals mounted up onto the frame underneath the seat. Um, I'm a little suspicious when somebody can't take the time to put the grips and the controls back on the handlebars. You, you can see that just the brake assembly is hanging by the wheel. Also, like the, it's just chilling there. the <laughs> instrument cluster is hanging off somewhere. I'm not sure if it has a mount anymore. 
It's like it's so close. I will say it's got a nice saddle seat. I kind of like the floorboards. They look okay. Good paint job. Um, I think when somebody, this is a typical thing we see when somebody just chops the rear frame and leaves sure. it unfinished. It's yeah. a tip off. Did they remount the shock mount? It looks like it's a little bit more forward. It's I don't think so. It's not as vertical as it should yeah, be. It, al- it almost, it almost looks, looks like, like it a... should be where the turn signals are. Yeah, right. yeah. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, I think it. I think it is. I think it is supposed to be there. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, because on, on these, on Jonathan's, you don't have to cut it off. You can just, you can take off the rear frame. Right. Yeah, I right, think where okay. the but, turn signals are is where the... But the the shock connects directly to that last bolt that holds it all together. Oh, I see. So it should be where the turn signals are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. Other bit of information I'll, information I'll state that to me is a sign when somebody on their Craigslist ad. I saw the sign. The one that <laughs> opened up my eyes. When the bulk of the information is statistics about that model of motorcycle. Oh, I hate that. Oh, oh I hate that. That's like, I don't have jack shit to say. Let me try yeah. and sell it to you. Let me hear the specs of it. <laughs> about the Rebel's fuel consumption or, you know, it's got a straight twin oh, engine. Oh, wow. Blah, you know. <laughs> Dude, that shit, I, you can so, just look at the bike and glee that same information what's the fucking point (laughs) let's go around the room zach we'll start with you i want you to tell me a what you think it's worth and b what you think they're asking for it uh worth it worth to me what do you think it's worth what do you think street value is um to someone who wants it probably probably a little under a grand okay you know like nine nine fifty something like that um what's he asking for it probably two grand <laughs> Shit. It's Craigslist, man. Yeah. You know, it's like everything is like made out of solid fucking gold. <laughs> Maybe fifteen hundred. Yeah. Maybe fifteen hundred. And I will say though, there like the engine looks pretty clean. So there has been some cleaning on it. This is somewhere. an eighty. 80- 86 with yeah. it says 1300 miles yeah, it looks pretty clean okay. for and it, it does it does look really clean that's why yeah. i said two yeah. two grand this is large that model has largely uh, been unchanged right is it yeah. Unchanged? yeah yeah okay so not what do you think it's worth? It's worth to me uh, like six fifty. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You um, lowball that mofo. It's oh, got a fuck, nice paint yeah. job and a it nice doesn't, seat. It doesn't. Technically, it won't run because the fucking controls aren't on there and you can't start it. Um, <laughs> what if he found out like he put on those like super straight bars and he found out they wouldn't well, reach? They're not straight. They're <laughs> drag bars and they're kind of. Oh yeah, you're it, right. But, that may be what's going on here. You found out they couldn't reach, and he just doesn't give enough of a fuck to... No, 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 they can reach, but all the cables and everything are too long now. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not... They're not straight bars. They're... they're they looks like... They're slightly pullback drag bars. They're pretty straight. But, That's um, like a 15-degree bend. Yeah, but um, selling for, like Zach was saying, maybe 12, 15. Yeah. All right, Lucas? I would pay probably... I can, you know what? I wouldn't pay this, but I can see someone paying twelve hundred bucks for this bike because okay. it's almost functional. And someone like me who's just like, "Wow, this guy is a dumb dildo." I'll just put the controls on, <laughs> <laughs> call it a, a day. DVD, a dumb dildo. Yeah, yeah. They, they'll scoop that right up. But uh, I'm pretty sure that he'd be selling this for about twenty five hundred, at least advertised. Goddamn, son, dude, it's Craigslist laws. That is crazy. Like you get half what you listed for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's I would, true. I would imagine he's he's put this up for at least twenty five hundred bucks. All right, Jake, what do you think it's worth? Eh, I'm gonna say maybe a grandish, mostly because it is an old bike and it does look to be in pretty good condition. And like you said, you kind of, you know, theoretically only have to put the controls on and the 
hand grips and such. Right. And I'm going to say he's asking about two grand for that exact reason. No. Okay. Scott, how about you? Uh, for me, this would be a complete parts bike. Six, seven hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Strip it down. Put the parts on Craigslist and eBay. You drop it first. Double my money. Um, <laughs> that's what I. The only that's thing I can do call, with this man. bike. So, what do you think is worth? Dude, uh, it's hipster fabulous. For though. me, six to seven. I think he's probably going to be asking twenty-four, which is what I'd. Oh, be. come on, a running. Rebel 250. That's what I'd want to get it parted out. Okay. And and I'm from the Midwest. Uh, Bikes are cheaper there. We have a shorter riding season. Sure. That's true. Yeah. And so what do you think he's asking? About 2,400. Okay. All right, Jim. All right. Well, I've been pouring over Craigslist a lot lately. So, but I kind of agree with Knock and uh, Lucas a little bit that you can't get on it and ride it. So there's something going on. If you put that much time and energy into a project, you're going to want to ride the thing. Maybe he just like got a subscription to World of Warcraft and never looked back. <laughs> uh, you still ride, though. Yeah, I've got it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't play World of Warcraft. He plays Counter-Strike Ding. for time's sake. That, that guy's probably like, oh, I got an epic mount. I don't need a motorcycle anymore. Right. <laughs> I'm level 90, bitches. Uh, Zach, so. can you, Zach, can you put a point on the board for Jim? Thank so, you. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, but there's something, too, you can't hop on it and ride it. Yeah. But at the same time, somebody put a lot of time into it and money and probably at the very end got really frustrated and said you know fuck yeah. it, i'm done fuck this. but so i i'm i'm with scott on this i bet they're asking a lot because they put a lot of time and probably money well, into what, do you think, what do you think it's worth and, and because worth or what it's what it. it's advertised for what, or what it's first worth. what do you think it's worth i was like like nine eight nine hundred bucks okay you can't write it that's okay. a good that's okay a good ballpark and then there. what do you think he's asking for i, I would like twenty four hundred bucks He's gonna because he's gonna think I'll come down to like eighteen hundred. Yeah, because yeah. somebody will be Same like, he's got a low "Oh, dude, number. yeah, I'll just put the controls on and write it." Yeah, but yep. then they they'll put the controls on and not be able to write it. You, I can tell that everyone in this room spends way too much time on Craigslist. I don't. I'm just a natural. <laughs> he is asking twenty two hundred. Oh man, yeah. that's bullshit, dude. For twenty two hundred, I'll put that thing on a trebuchet and just. Send it <laughs> Over the wall. <laughs> Man, dude, that, that's fucked up. I bought my 97 F3 for two grand yeah. and it only had like 18,000 miles on it. It's like that huh? perfect condition. Oh. And I'm All like, right. wow. I know how much this is actually Bo- going for. Bonus round. Here, go ahead. Pass I actually this know over. how much this is going for. Then shut up and don't spoil yeah. it. Pass that around. Pass that down. You guys get one. Oh, get one. I know okay. what this is. Oh, I know exactly. Okay, what this is a bonus for. round of what's it worth. Uh, keep that one, Jake. Oh, wait, you sure? Well, no, no, they should both come. Okay. I can share. So, what we have here is brand new announced Honda. This is a Honda factory bike. <laughs> the new... <laughs> you, careful. The new RC213VS. With that small exhaust, I don't believe this it. This is bike. a 999cc V4 six-speed bike that is basically a MotoGP, MotoGP bike that they're going to sell it's now it's detuned for the street but um in in its form it's putting out 212 horsepower no no uh in its street oh sorry yeah however in the u.s it's being restricted so that's running at about 13,000 rpm 
In the U.S., though, to bring it in, they have to restrict it to 8,000 RPM. What? Which would give Why? it about 101 horsepower. Gay. Japan and it's, Europe. It's emissions. Yeah. Get the big dog. I am so surprised that Japan comes out ahead of us when it comes to this shit. Like, so, usually they are so hardcore about emissions and limiting shit. That's so surprising. You Do you know, know how, many, uh, how many of these they're going to make? Was there a limited number? 300, I believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about so right. So this is a very limited <coughs> Honda factory bike. I will give you as a clue, for those of you who aren't familiar with what bikes like this go for, that the Ducati Panigale goes for 65000 Which Panigale? The one you like. What's it? Oh. Super Leggera. Super yeah. Leggera, yeah. And that the Leggera. new Kawasaki yeah. H2R that everyone's talking about goes for 50K. The Kawasaki, 50K. Yeah. So this is the Honda factory bike available for sale. What is it? Well, we're not even going to play. What, what do you think the, ask, the price is, the Honda price tag is on this bike? Zach, you want to take a guess? Uh, go ahead and split that difference. 60K. 60k. All right, good guess. Lucas, do you know? I'm going to say well upwards of 100. I'm going to I'm going to guess 160,000. Wow. Because limited run and I know that they have been totally teasing everybody with this shit for like the last 5 years. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know that somebody has already got their appetite wet for this and it's a limited production of what do you say like 300? Yeah. 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 Uh, and if it's got all the MotoGP tech, I'm going to say oh, like about 160,000. Essentially a MotoGP bike. Yeah. 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 Um, stay tuned. Bike. What, what is stay it worth? Tuned, yeah. um, I don't know. No. It's a Honda, no. so, you know. No, <laughs> Just put it out of its misery. Uh, Jake, you want to take a guess at a number? The sticker price? I'm going to go ahead and guess uh, probably 85K. Okay, that's a good guess. Scott? I, I think to be competitive, they need to come in around forty-five. Ooh, you, think they're, they're, you think they're trying to undercut everyone else? No, uh, they don't need to do shit. They don't I mean, need to do anything. I'm sorry, I, <laughs> they, they, Honda's been hurting lately. Look at many of their new launches and the failures. You really think well, Honda's like the evil fucking empire? Bike? They don't give a shit. Oh my god, they're like the Microsoft of motorcycles. But they need to do something <laughs> to get back yes. on top. Honda was on top for how many decades? Honda hated, and, and now they're playing catch up. It's not your segment yet. All right, Jim. <laughs> uh, is that actual gold on the front forks? Is that... <laughs> what do you think, uh, yeah, considering most of my Craigslist time is spent on the $5,000 and yeah, less time. But I think like Lucas again, I think um, you know, for 300 of them, there's a lot of money floating around. So I'd say around yeah. 100K. So just just to get you a perspective, those forks on there are it's at least $60,000. Those forks alone, those set of forks. So they are solid gold. Pretty close. Plated. They were like manufactured by fucking elves. You know what? They're probably way more, more deep in the mines of Moria. Yeah, maybe. Some you know, shit. So, right. Did you give us a number yet? Uh, around hundred grand. I don't know who is going to buy these bikes at the lofty uh, price. People with too much money to burn. I bet you half of them are being sold in Dubai. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna wad them up into a fucking camel. <laughs> I don't know. I think everyone might be waiting God. for the President's Day sale because this sticker price is one hundred and eighty-four thousand. Oh, oh, I was closest. Yeah, I was closest. Yeah. You watch them. They'll, they'll, pre, they'll probably pre-sell them. You can buy a house, or they're probably already all sold out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna wait for them to show up at the flea market. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. How back on the, back of the truck bargain. Yeah. Uh, RC two thirteen V uh, header pipes. Uh, or, or, or just you know just buy it used two weeks later when the reg wreck explodes. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you're talking about a hundred grand difference between those other bikes. How do you no. justify a hundred grand difference? You have too much money and not enough brains. Um, yeah, but still, I will how do you say market it's that? a Honda, and there are a lot of loyal the, Honda followers. What it is it's, one of the, us? One <laughs> of us. It's it really is like it's you're freaking buying a unicorn. <laughs> but the yeah, reality there's, is, there's, yeah. those it's, are not necessarily limited run bikes that yeah. are that's going up against. Yeah, it's a bike that you will never ride. That's what it is. It's a bike that you will have I sitting mean, if somebody in your living buys this, room they of your it? fucking mansion. Are they buying like, it for? I the... have this bike. Look at that. I'm so cool. Are they buying it for the track? Or are they buying it to ride around LA? They're buying it because fuck you. That's why. Yeah, yeah. that's what it money is. talks. Really? At that price, it's got to be a collector. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's why. Yeah. I mean, somebody. Yeah. A They're motorcycle... all going to Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Because you can. <laughs> they're, uh, they're motorcycle enthusiasts who will probably buy the shit out of it and then ride it once Here's or twice thing. and that's it. At 184K, I think you're going to figure out how to get a European model in. Oh, you're going to, yeah. Oh, if yeah. you have that money, totally. you can. Totally. You're going to put like some Capena level shit to get the real bike yeah, in here. Not an people, elephant foot ashtray. People that spend that much money on one thing probably own other people as property. So oh, yeah. Go figure, you know. So I don't know. So I wanted to share a little story. About uh, story time, children. Last night, I was uh, having dinner at my friend's house, mm. and I got this phone call. What were you eating? Where are you having dinner? <laughs> are you cheating on me? We, we went. To, we, went to, we went to Saki. Oh, nice. Where we had the the chefs like the Benihana type chefs. Oh, nice. There's a lot of fun. I was telling her you do like theater, don't you? Yes. Um, and I got a phone call, and the phone call went something like this: Hello. Hi, my name's Scott. Uh, currently riding around North America, and I need a cheap place to stay. Okay. Um, where are you now? Uh, I'm actually right outside. <laughs> <laughs> and then the cyclone starts like, what playing. The fuck? Du, 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 du. I got your okay. calls coming from I got inside your the house. Your <laughs> and I thought I would be getting your recording voicemail and just leave a message that I'm going to show up tomorrow to work on my bike. Okay, I'm not there now, but why don't you go ahead in the backyard and uh, hang out? <laughs> And uh, do you have a tent or anything? I do. Well, go ahead and set it up, and I will call all my neighbors to tell them there will be a strange man in my backyard. <laughs> and that works. The strange perfectly. man that you're allowing to be there. Of which one of my neighbors, <laughs> I didn't get the call to in time. She found him and was quite lovely. She was doing laundry. Jen came out and introduced herself <laughs> after she sprayed you with a hose. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> neighbors must love the shit out of you. Angela has a sign on her back door that says, no, this is not Liza's house. Too many people wandered in to use her bathroom. She got fed up. Because <laughs> no one can hit the toilet. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm just going to throw her under the bus. And she has that sign on there because of Cindy Creech. <laughs> really? Our own very fond of Cindy Creech, Dr. Dentist Cindy Creech, who one night was Not over here hanging out and got drunk and had asked if it was okay to crash on my couch, oh. which I said yes. Cindy gets drunk? And then I was shocked in the morning when she, she like, wasn't there, and I was shot. wondering if she made it home okay. Cut to my neighbor, Angela, 
what the fuck? Her boyfriend came down the stairs in the morning to use the bathroom, and there was somebody sleeping on his couch. Oh, it's, it's like, <laughs> Jesus. And he went back upstairs awesome. to, to talk to her. He's like, Angela, there's a stranger on our couch. <laughs> and Angela creeped on the danger. stairs. So Cindy Creech was she, couch dude for and a while. She, she peeked, and she's like, it's the dentist from it's Cindy. It's not like when Donut showed up. Who at your walked house. into the yeah. wrong back door and just bad. passed out on the wrong couch? Oh, wow. Remember when Donut like well, broke into your house after yes. he got super fucked up? Yes, <laughs> you're like, died. there's someone in my house. Died a little bit on her couch. Yes. So, so Scott, my neighbors are kind of used to people just showing up. Showing up. Yeah. It happens. Blue. Yes. Um, so, tell us. How you got here? Where you came from? What's up, dude? Yeah, what's the deal, man? What's the dealio? And who your favorite podcast is? That's a loaded question. That is a loaded question. My favorite (laughs) podcast would happen happen to be the Pace Roundtable. Because that's how I found out about you. you. (laughs) giving it a five point eight on that Uh, one. (laughs) Okay, back in May, I sold everything. Uh, End of April, and I hit the road. Yeah. Um. Prior to that, I worked. That's pretty rad, dude. I, that I, is pretty I, I lived in Rockford, Illinois, and I worked in Janesville, Wisconsin, an hour away. Yeah. So I listened to a lot of motorcycle podcasts in my commute. Yeah, that's a hell of a um, commute. But since I've left... In the winter. Anyone need the last beer? I don't listen to podcasts right, as much because in. I can't concentrate when I'm riding and listen to the, you what you guys concentrate. are talking about. Mm-hmm. In Wisconsin? Uh, <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with Wisconsin. Other than no, there's nothing wrong with Wisconsin. Green Bay's from there. <laughs> I'm a Bears fan. Shut up so we can talk about Lake Effect. Yeah. Oh, we get lots of snow. <laughs> uh, but yeah. basically, I sold everything to ride to Key West. Um, What's in Key West? It's a Chickens and trees. Point. Oh, yeah. So of like the a, U.S. Okay, just fuck it. And go I was going to go from chickens. Key West in 30 days. I wanted to be in Prudy Bay, yeah. Alaska. Nice. They have chickens and trees. They, there's s- chickens free everywhere. There's chickens <laughs> they in just the run trees. Around They're town. like pigeons. Yeah, no beach. <laughs> and they're skinny <laughs> no, chickens. chickens. No, honestly, they were uh, fighting, fighting chickens mm. that got released... And now they're wild All like pigeons town. there, and there are these weird skinny chickens in the trees. So you have these huh. like raptors just running around. Raptors, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, man. <laughs> but the plan was to ride from Rockford, Illinois to Key West to Purdue Bay, Alaska. That's fucking awesome. In 30 days from Key West to Purdue Bay, and then just spend time seeing Alaska and other states to decide where I want to live next. Nice. Oh, uh, problem was i went to overland expo and then i crashed when i left totaling my tiger 800 xc okay and i was going too fast on an unfamiliar road you're you're enjoying yourself until that i point. was yeah i was I doing the az back road discovery route nice and just having a blast i had to stop for gas and breakfast uh going down an unfamiliar dirt road Put the front tire in the hole and went over the handlebars. Wait, do you mean you stopped for wow. breakfast and got gas? I did. <laughs> but, um, and it felt awesome. Really? Um, Dude. So, like, the, 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 when this crash I'm happened. I'm outdoing myself. Hey, Write me some more hate mail. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> so, like, when you're uh, when you crash, were you in the middle of bumfuck nowheres? Or how, how were you able to kind of get out of there? I like? was 60 miles from Flagstaff. Oh, shit. And I happened wow. to have a spot satellite tracker that was mounted on my bike, yep. which I had to crawl back to. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, To yeah, hit yeah. the button. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. How okay. far away from your bike were you? 
Uh, about 15 feet. You got launched, uh, dude. The bike did flip over, and I crawled back, hit the button after thinking, okay, I'm not one of these people. I need to hit another button. I shouldn't do this. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm hurt. I need to do this. Yeah. And I... I, I Took the timer on my phone, and 34 minutes later, the EMT showed up. That's not bad from wow. being in the middle of yeah, middle nowhere. nowhere. Actually, no, man. it was yeah, not. Good. good thing, yeah, you weren't like bleeding. There were no compound fractures. Like, what happened to you, actually? Uh, like, end of what, the day, I broke three ribs, bruised my lung, and fractured my collarbone. Yeah. Ow. Shit. Ow. And, and what did you do afterwards? Party! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was transferred to Flagstaff Medical about an hour away. Mm-hmm. And I did everything I could do to convince the hospital to release me as soon as possible. <laughs> I had them awesome. take me off, off morphine by midnight. I got up and walked around every hour. And at 9 a.m., I said I had my first bowel move and it's time for me to leave. Yeah. Yeah. You got to shit and go, man. Uh, <laughs> I was in extreme pain, but I did not want to stay in the hospital. Yeah. 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 I hope he didn't sneeze, dude. So uh, uh, I sneezed, I coughed, and I had extreme pain oh, for that man. first two weeks. That's horrible. As, as someone who suffered rib problems himself, sneezing while you're having that happen is like the worst. Yeah. So how soon after that did you ride? Uh, three weeks later, I went out and bought a brand new bike, uh, which would be the, a week ago today. Yeah. And wow. I was yeah. riding again. Wow. Uh, this time I went with the KTM eleven ninety adventure. So you said, "Fuck it, let's get let's get a bigger bike." Keep throwing money. <laughs> that's just, you know, that's the problem. Yeah, the I love the Tiger eight hundred XC. Yeah, but I'm a sport tourer at heart. Yeah, and I needed more power with tubeless tires. Yeah, totally. power. <laughs> that's awesome. Would yeah. you have been back to riding sooner if the insurance money came in faster? Uh, a week like sooner. Seven days. You like no, two weeks. I, I I would have taken it easy for two weeks, but I would have been back on the bike. That's yeah. the normal cure time for broken ribs and clavicle. Uh, and and there was a man. few problems with Go Arizona <laughs> that goodness. delayed me purchasing it. Yeah, right. and other things like that. But what do they have a waiting period for motorcycles? Uh, <laughs> they actually were supposed to dino break it in on a Friday. Oh. And that didn't oh, happen. Yeah. That's that's funny. I what? thought like what they have a waiting period for motorcycles, but you can like shove a handgun in your pants, and that's all right. <laughs> What's dino breaking? That's for, that's Vermont. Come on, uh, dino break in. Uh, that's where they break in your motor on a dino machine uh, in three different stages. They put your motorcycle it's a on a brontosaurus, and then they parade okay. it around. Shut up, dude. Let him talk. Uh, it, it it it. it removes the need to restrict your rpms when you first get a new motorcycle and you're supposed oh. to vary them they do it on a dyno machine so as soon as i got the bike i could uh, run it how jake I wanted. a dyno machine is a table with rollers on it so you can pull the bike up on it and it'll act like it's running down the road yeah this right. is a breaking period on bikes it's typically designed to measure how much horsepower you're outputting at the wheel all right yeah thank you yep yep right on so like you got that bike now what uh, it was time to continue on my journey to Alaska. Yeah. So I left Phoenix to try to beat the heat. Uh, was headed to Las Vegas. Had about 400 miles on the bike. Came out of a gas station and low sided it. Uh, <laughs> it's always yeah. We were talking about this earlier. It's always that stupid bullshit like low low uh, low speed thing. A little bit of gravel. Yeah. I stayed on the throttle and it really didn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, I wasn't paying enough attention. I think yeah. I was dehydrated, uh, not drinking enough water. Yeah. Normally, I have a camel pack on, 
and with the broken ribs and the collarbone, I can't wear it. Oh, because like uh, slinging it over your back. Yeah. Well, just the weight of the water and the right. bouncing, it was too much. Yeah. So oh, I was making bad decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how's LA traffic for you? Uh, didn't go as far south of LA. Okay. But I did pick up the one a little bit south. Mm-hmm. And I first yeah. thing that came to mind was is three weeks ago, I would not have had this traffic because a lot of the kids would still be in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was it like showing up in California? Did you start lane splitting? Uh, lane splitting just isn't the same when it's legal. Uh, on trip, so, I, so you only do it when it makes you feel like a badass. You have to ride dirty. Now. <laughs> on the way down, I lane I split in Illinois, Kentucky, and Florida. Yeah. Well, nobody doored you. <laughs> they try. You do what you need to do to so you're safe. Yeah. I mean, you see the size of those bags. Those cars would probably just like get knocked out of the way, <laughs> being a you know side cases are. Yeah. No, I see like, oh, that guy's on a KTM. I better move. <laughs> so that that explains all the repairs that Zach was helping with bending stuff in place. He did a fabulous job bending my Jesse rack mounting system back. It fits better now than it was when it was new on Monday. So. You had the, uh, the, you know, the... the, the KT, what? or the Tiger 800 XC. No, I was going to say, you. how did you find... How have you been finding places to stay? I mean, you called me up and you were, like, shocked to have a person answer. Uh, but, um, I've primarily been using the Adventure Rider 10-space thread. Right. Oh, cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. for those of you who don't know about this, we were talking last night about how to find places to stay because the biker community is that amazing that there are people on forums who offer up places to stay if you're touring. Also, we were discussing when um, I used to be a member of the BMW Motorcycles Association, Owners Association. They give you a booklet that people have offered themselves up and are list themselves by state as to if they have a bed or tools. If or you what need they, a garage, what you need, what towing, you need. anything you That's need. Amazing. That's like the motorcycle right. underground railroad, dude. Yep. yep. And let me tell you, everybody I've met has been fabulous, bought me dinner. Uh, one person I camped in their backyard, two others uh, put me in their house, one put me in their motorhome. Cool. Right on. Yeah, so there, there's a great resource for people who are traveling around that um, you can just look people up. You know, it's, what's cool is like... Uh, um, not, and I hope you don't mind, but uh, um, I thought we should be on that list, so I put your address and phone number. <laughs> <on. laughs> I got a garage. I got a big-ass yeah, garage. Yeah, but see, when I, knew, when, when I decided to come here, it's like you guys have a great personality. I do listen to your podcast. And it's like, okay, well, I'll just call and leave a message. I'm going to show up on Sunday if because you weren't here. And then I, you answered the phone, <laughs> and, and it threw me. But I, it's like, it's like okay, not well, a telemarketer again. <laughs> I, I'm doing this trip, and you were very receptive. And it's like, we'll find you a bed if you can't stay in my house. You got a tent? There's a, I got a backyard. Pitch it. Yeah. And it worked out great. And well, everybody I've talked to has been this way. I've stopped in Pie Town, Colorado. Pie Town. And the. It, <laughs> it's one of those areas i'm just sitting there having breakfast i'm talking to the waitress Pie. and a couple across the way started hearing my story next thing they paid for my breakfast dude that's dope wow that is awesome. and, and these are people that didn't even talk to me yeah they people just in Colorado are pretty talking cool. to the waitress yeah you know if there's one thing that motorcyclists and adventure type riders have an understanding for is is wanderlust and how it strikes people and how just amazing it can be getting your mind blown, you know, on a road trip. And and, and that's just it's just great that you have the ADV rider has that uh, tent space thing and just here and 
doing all this, you know? We under like you understand each other. In that oh, sense. if you are going out to Alaska, you have to make a stop in Chilliwack and see the other recycled garage. Yeah, man, I could do that. Yeah, need to put that on the list. They are also open on so, yeah, Sundays. Whack, I will not warn them this. I'm coming. We'll see how receptive <laughs> they are. Just show up. I will just show up. Send me, give me the address. Liza told me to be here. <laughs> so I think that that's really cool. What is your next plan now? Uh, from here, I know I'm going to go to San Francisco, mm-hmm. uh, cool. visit some friends from sporttouring.net. Uh, I've never been there, so I want to see Alcatraz. And I am oh. heading to Alaska, and I it all depends how you, my healing route You have to make goes. a reservation to go see your Alcatraz. Yeah, you, you, get that you, have, to, you have to make uh, a reservation. Really? Or yeah. is that exclusive? Yes, it's very cool. I was told it's a must-see. It, it is, is, but you have to make a reservation. I don't know how far in advance they're doing that. Okay, oh. you really need to hide a dime somewhere. Like, this is the thing you need to hide a dime somewhere and then come back when you're like 80 and find the dime. <gasps> Just do that. Who does that? Tons of people. Really? Never heard My of mom it. did the it. The Birdman. Why? Hide it in Alcatraz? <laughs> yeah, no, you just hide a dime somewhere, like Why? somewhere out of the way, and then come back for it. And see if it's still there. Just I'm gonna like, start oh, just this dime there. looking for dimes next time I'm there. <laughs> You're gonna be ruining a lot of people's <laughs> sentimental memories, Liza. That's what she does. I'm gonna hide if, one if you want to go look for money, you should go over. to like Bourbon Street. She's in New one of the people like goes to the wells and walls and picks out all the pennies and quarters and stuff. <laughs> no, not the pennies, just the quarters. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, a nice ride up the coast though, from here to San Francisco. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you can take the coast all the way to San Francisco. Yeah, take one all the way, man. It'll be really nice and chill. Even past San Francisco, one one north. I'm hoping by the time I get to Oregon. Oregon, Washington, and Idaho. I'm feeling healthy enough to start hitting the back discovery routes again. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to push it. I, I, I do need to be responsible somewhat. Sure. <laughs> you got to rationalize it a little bit somehow. Yeah. But and we were talking about earlier. Um, yeah. Uh, one north, and then just cut over uh, east uh, eastwards into Klamath. Well, you can't or, go or west. Avenue of the Gi- Giants. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Go to Hawaii. At that point. <laughs> yeah. Go west. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you'll you'll have a fun time. You can't really do wrong with a lot of the Northern California roads. So. Excellent. Yeah, you're cool. a good time. Just watch out for Priuses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm glad you What is up with driving? that? I'm glad you got I to come know. here and experience the the day here, a day at the Recycle Garage. And, and everybody was fabulous. Uh, it was surprising to see how many people showed up, came and did work, and it, just go. Yeah, this was like a light day, too, relatively light. Yeah, for some, yeah. So. medium light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is a good day. And see, you're not that shy. You're, you're talking all right. Ah, oh, no, I'm not shy. I'd be honest with you, I'm an open book. I'm not that shy. I just yeah. don't like people. Yeah. <laughs> Same here, kind of. <laughs> but we're not people here. We're motorcyclists. Right, exactly. Don't exactly. Drive a bus. You're like well, crash. You'll that have to keep people. us up to date. There is another number I will give you that gets the voicemail. We'd love it if you'd uh, send us updates on your trip. I could do that. And we can play those on future podcasts. And maybe if there's somebody in the path of your trip, that maybe you can hook up with them. Sounds good. That would be cool. So, um, Jim here is a new voice. Have you been on a podcast yet? No, I've never. I've listened to many, though. I was listening to it this morning. (laughs) You have a good face for podcasts. Thank you. I I feel like I'm not alone here. I meant a good voice for podcasts. No, we're definitely not alone. (laughs) Other than Jake. Jim shares a last name with Jake. We do. Best last name ever. (laughs) And Stark. That's awesome. It's House Stark. It's totally Game of thrones because yeah, died. <laughs> Jim is Jake's Spoilers. father. Nerds. So um, I just wanted to share Jim's story because I think this is really neat. So Jake discovered us 
has it been almost two years now? Yeah, it's been two years. At least, yeah. Yeah. That I remember Jim first came around just to check who these Ruining your lives hooligans are. <laughs> Mostly with I just heard about Liza. Daughter, <laughs> you know, <laughs> make sure she's okay. We're like, yeah, I'm a bad we got influence. It. I'm going to tell you right now. And oh, he's terrible. <laughs> and we yep. No, well, well, Jake has been getting introduced to dirt biking and street riding and all sorts of stuff, the whole culture and wrenching and everything. Jim's kind of been hanging back, just being supportive, dad. Yeah, and going to the beach. And uh, then he, even we've been inviting you to join us, inviting you to go dirt biking. No, it's all right. But then. When Jake signed up for the motorcycle safety class, and you decided to do it with her. That's just, true. Just to be that supportive dad again. Well, and it looked like a lot of fun. Oh, right. so you were starting to... Under the guise. Ulterior oh. <laughs> So you went and did the class. How'd mm-hmm. it go? The class was really good. You know, it's funny. I was talking to my neighbor about it today, who lives in the neighborhood, and he has like a little 90-something or other. Mm-hmm. He stopped by here a while back anyway. But the class was good because... You know, not having ridden motorcycles before, um, you don't want to just wing it. You know, and you know, I've been, I'm not afraid to rush into things, but at the same time, you know, I didn't want to rush into this. But the class was really good because it was like a real linear approach you could buy into, and uh, and the professor, I mean, the teacher was nice because it was Lieutenant Colleen from the right from the Santa Cruz PD was doing oh, it, yeah. so that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was into it, which I really appreciated. She was like energetic and. All that kind of stuff. But I think more than anything, a lot of it is intuitive, you know, like you just kind of know it, but it's nice to have someone actually spell it out to you. So then you have that self-confidence like, all right, they told me stuff I kind of already knew. So from that sense, the self-confidence was really good. So which bikes did you pick? What's that? Which bike did he pick? Uh, the bitchin' <laughs> CB125. He got stuck on the 125. Jake, Jake wow. beat me to the Rebel. No. <laughs> no I, I remember uh, my dad took it before me, actually, and he's like, when you take it, make sure you get the dual sport. That's, yeah. Because the other little 250 cruisers have a shitty turning radius. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, though. It was fun. It was easy to ride. It was yeah, fun. It was a little janky, was yeah. which was kind of cool. Yeah, I remember she stuck us all on bikes. She didn't let us choose. She was like, you, that one, you, that one. And she had no, this you, tiny, tiny little girl had this giant bike, so that was kind of weird. But, but she's you, probably just doing it for the lulls. <laughs> but nah. what, what I've enjoyed seeing is it awakened the beast within. Yeah. And it went from, oh, yeah, that was really cool. I kind of like that. I was thinking of maybe getting a bike. Yeah, and then, and then all of a then sudden... Then he started, like, patrolling Craigslist <laughs> and, like, and emailing me or texting me, like, what do you think about this bike? Yeah. It was like it was happening. You could see it. Mm-hmm. The fever was building. And, uh, he, you know, at first he was like, oh, I want to get a dual sport. Yeah, probably the usual thing. But, yeah, so... Anyway, but the first of all, we had to get something we both could ride. So Jake, you know, she's like five point. four. Yeah, I'm like five, six five. one. Thank okay, you very five. Much. <laughs> oh Thank wow, well then, Lucas, you're like five six. Don't even. I'm like five eight. Okay, you're like five, six. Don't. I'm like I'm like tall enough to not lie on a dating profile. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> you tried and it didn't work, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, they just. Zach, just, can you just give Jim a second anyway. point? You show up on a blind date, you go, bitch, yes. I'm five eight. You ain't five eight. <laughs> So yeah. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. <laughs> I you know I had a talk with you. You're like I really want to talk to you about bikes. Like I could right. see you were like it was in your craw. Yeah. No, I was <laughs> jazzed and um, you know and, and plus you know life's busy. You know there's other things going on, so I had to let some things play out. But sure. now we're at a point where I got some time for this, and it's a lot of fun. So and, I talked you into a reasonable bike. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I had to come full circle. The the bike you told me originally is what I ended up with, but I went through like 15 other bikes, you know, first. So, yeah, we went through the whole thing and ended up with a Nighthawk 250. Because he wanted a bike that he can share with Jake. So we also had to find something that she could ride safely. Um, And I knew that that was a good bike. And then I also said, and just plan on you're either going to be passing it on or selling it in six months anyway right because there's no you really shouldn't just buy a dual sport until you know if that's what you really need right and now i know that's not right we had this discussion today because at first i'm like oh dual sport blah 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 and now i'm like thinking street bike although we were talking about that dr out there Mm -hmm. and um but i'm thinking more street bike and uh because you don't know until you ride a bunch yeah right and we got that bike a couple of weeks ago and we've put like almost 600 miles on it, none of it on the freeway. So it's all city, going through the redwoods, that kind of stuff. I got a Jixer if you want it. What's that? I got a Jixer if you want it. No, <laughs> you don't want it, it's sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's, too, it's too sick for you. Yeah, Are you sick enough? Yeah. <laughs> and let's sick with two Ks. I have yeah. to say what I thought was, was a really, really sweet moment, though, is when he got the bike. He's like, I, went, I found, I bought a bike. Can you come by after work and help me unload it from the truck? Sure. And I showed up and taught him how to unload it. Because you realize these are things people, non-riders, don't know how to safely yep. do something like that. Took it out and and uh, he went and rode it a little bit. And then Jake went and You rode it, it first, though. I wrote it. You're like, oh, let me help you unload it. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> hey, it's rolling through know. the gears. Oh, nice. let me adjust the clutch. Let me adjust the brakes. Yeah, sure yeah, you need to, right. yeah, you need to do a little test ride and just make sure everything's in spec. So he did a little ride, and then Jake did a little ride, and I thought, you know, this is a tender moment. So I'm like, Jake, hop on the scooter. <laughs> <laughs> and she took off after him. The two of them went off riding down the street, and I'm just standing there in the street with your son. And then I'm like, I see them go across the cross street. Is, you know, uh, it's like they're not coming back. This is sounding like an alternative Hallmark card. It was. Yeah. I thought it was sweet to <laughs> well, see the two of them out riding. Together. Here's your alternative Hallmark card. The first time I rolled down to recycle, right? Because I let I trust Jake, and I let her have her space. You were 15 when you first oh, came no. down here. Oh, and, really? Uh, we've been we've been messing with you yeah, for 15. Yeah. Oh, I am permanently <laughs> fucked up. I am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you charge hard. Remember you all in therapy. I, I trust you. You um, so much. So I'm like, I'll ease on down to recycle and just check it out, right? See what's what. And um, so like a couple of blocks down, come down uh, Washington Street, and you guys are doing a, a video podcast. So somebody's got a GoPro going, and it was the one about, do you wave? Oh my God! It's the dildo. Oh, yeah. like, who are these people? What dildo? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh my God! So I walk wave. around the. Oh, actually, I'm on my beach cruiser. Pull around. I'm on the curb. I look. There's Jake on her moped. Right on the red moped. Yep. God. Riding down the street, waving soul. a giant dildo. No, just sitting there waving a giant dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dad. Whoa. <laughs> Put an eye out what with that thing. What happens when your da- you let your daughter uh, hang out with like Yeah, that's just what actually, oddly enough, that's, that's when I knew everything broke. was just fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so that was the entry. Yeah. Next thing I know, yeah, me and Liza are racing through the redwoods. She's on her 150 scooter, and I'm trying to keep up on my 250. <laughs> yeah, that's and how did that are. go? It went awesome. Well, first I followed her up, right? Because she always has a plan. I'm always just clueless. So I follow her up, and then she goes like, all right, I'll follow you down. So then I got critiqued on my way down. I was like, you can go faster than that. <laughs> yeah. If you can't keep up with me on the Elite, mm. like you, you, your bike can do it. Oh, yeah. And it's just about you learning 
to trust the bike. But, no, Liza, your scooter is so easy to ride, it's easy to go fast on it. You know? I know, but I, I know what his ability is. And I, I almost wasn't launched going to that scooter that. into traffic. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. oh. But you know, here's it was like a defining moment I had. I met this guy who was 72, early 70s, and we were talking about the class. He's like, I took that when I was 50. I started riding motorcycles when I'm when I was 50. Wow! And he's been riding for over 20 years. That's great. And stoked, so, right? So I'm not even 50. I think I'm. Well, that was my next question. So. How much does it suck now that you realize what you've been missing all these years? It doesn't suck at all. Okay, it's good. fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, I love the it. The hardest part oh, now God. is picking out what, what's the next motorcycle. <laughs> I, I love right. that I'm seeing next. this enthusiasm. And more than one. Well, I, we're on that, yeah. I'm seeing this enthusiasm in you that I see in the young people who are just discovering the motorcycling. So I think it's, it's really feeling, cool. It's Jake, you, you're enjoying seeing this? Every second. Yeah, yes. I know. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, that I, not that I have problems, but like a little barometer is like on weekend nights, you know, I'll have a couple of beers, whatever. And last night there was a burlesque show, mm-hmm. not to open that Pandora's box. <laughs> but And I went, so last night, drank nothing but water all night long. Because I knew I was going to go for a ride after the show, and it was like the best night. So no yeah. drinking. Diddle. Well, actually, I had to pick Jake up. She. I rode her on the. So that was a new experience. I got to ride her on the back of the bike about midnight last night from the east side, after her carpool got drunk. But good for Jake <laughs> for calling me. Wow. Yeah, that's like, a driver. <laughs> the hardest part about that was figuring out how you bring a dirt bike helmet across town. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? things we're going to have to show you. It, well, I figured it out. You need Duct a tape. bungee net. Yeah, bungee net. Hmm. That's the way. That's what you're wearing for yo. underwear right now. Everything goes in the backpack. <laughs> And actually, a dirt bike helmet fits perfectly onto your elbow. Yeah. So how cool uh, I was thought it? You about that. Put it on the elbow. I thought about that, but I was like, that was probably one of those things that was a good idea at the time. Yeah. And then I'm in the hospital, like, you did what? How cool was it, Jake, when your dad pulled up on his on his motorcycle? I was like, ah, later, bitches. I'm going to roll with my cool dad. It was pretty great. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he cut away in your 250. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was better than the no 50, I'll yeah, tell you yeah. that. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's that's true. Well, Jim, I think it's cool watching your excitement, and hopefully you'll come yeah. join us more and yeah. share in your discoveries. It's fun. Now that i got a little bit more time in my life, yeah. Cool, man. Nice. Make it sick of me. Yeah, so, I'll make you, uh, make you feel a lot younger, too. Yeah, until I try to shoot the, uh, the, the electrical on the 175. <laughs> I wanted to finish the night out with a new segment. Oh, really? We're sure that you're all going to love it. It, this one is called Lucas Let's Loose. Yay. Because <laughs> he went to Las Palmas Taqueria. <laughs> so, you guys not have a dirty uh, mind, though. Not so, de la Jacinta. Jesus, open the door. Oh, Lucas wants us to talk about. You're just jealous. He wants us to talk about. We're going to mention mods and accessories that we think are cool or stupid. And we're going to get Lucas's opinion. Yeah. So, Lucas, I was going to start with what do you think of those um, bikes that they have the top case that has the hole cut out and they ha- so that they can put their. They're a little dog in it, and then they have the goggles for the dogs. What do you think of that accessory? So there's a top case with a dog in it? Yes. Get a fucking sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Everyone knows you need a sidecar for your dog, man. What, what do you have, like a teacup poodle or some shit in there? Probably, yeah. Usually, Usually it's, it's a Pomeranian. Be... Yeah. Oh, so it's one of those little, like, yippy rat dogs. Yep. Yes. Oh, okay. I vehemently disapprove. <laughs> Get a real uh, dog. What about uh, cigar throttle? 
Um, great. If you are uh, interested in cigars and Harleys. All right. <laughs> but uh, judging by the amount of backers on Kickstarter, I'm going to say that uh, either guys who like cigars and Harleys don't use Kickstarter and everyone else probably doesn't give a fuck. So. <laughs> hey, Lucas, I wanted to see what you thought about um, those LED lights you can put on, on your bike, like on the engine and stuff, so it glows different colors. Um, I'm but different colors. Colors than the ones on your bike. I'm pretty sure if you add one of those, it gives you like 6.2% more yuh uh. <laughs> but if they're blue or red, uh, you will only be getting reamed by the police. What, what, do you, what do you think about quarter turn throttles? Quarter turn throttles are cool if uh, you like to race. Otherwise, you will just flip wheelies. What about uh, stretch swing arms? Stretch swing arms are cool if you live in Nebraska and there isn't a single fucking turn in the entire state. <laughs> what do you think about Hondas? Uh, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, nope, you want to go nope, there. Nope. Yeah, let's just shut that down. I, I need my own podcast for that. What about yeah. ape hangers? Like, what about the big ape hangers? Ape hangers. Um, I've never really been into the cruiser crowd, but I just, like... The, the good thing about cruisers is that they're comfortable. And when you get eight hangers, it's not fucking comfortable. So I don't understand what they're for. You just look like a fucking idiot. You mean you, mean you dislike the feeling of your hands going numb because yeah. blood came out of your arms? No, my hands go numb because of my wrist pressure. I mean, like, fuck those guys. They got it good, and they're just like, hey, let's take our comfortable bikes and make them look like shit. <laughs> make them look stupid so our arms go numb. I'm so cool. Do you tell them that? Uh, I would, and then probably speed away because they never catch me. <laughs> hey, what do you think of that? People who put rubber spray paint on their bike. Oh, uh, I'm one of those guys. <laughs> so, um, I totally endorse it. If you don't want to get caught by the police, seemed like a good idea at the time. Otherwise, huh? it's kind of a really stupid idea. Like. I seen all these videos like dip my bike, dip my car, or whatever. You put plastic dip on your car. It's not a permanent solution at all. If you want a matte colored paint job, paint it fucking matte colored, okay? Plasti dip lasts about a week and then looks like shit. <laughs> okay? <laughs> That's the realistic matte paint job. That is the realistic <laughs> way to uh, put plastic on your car. If you are in, in anticipating having to peel it off in the next week, then go for it. Otherwise, it's a really <laughs> shitty idea. <laughs> hey, what do you think of those tires that are made specifically to uh, do burnouts and have colored smoke? Colored smoke. I think... That's cool, but then like there's only one brand that does that. So how do you even know that they're like good tires? You know, I mean like if you're down to shred them and like you're a stunner and you want like red smoke or whatever, like fine, but if you're riding that shit on the street and you're like, "Oh, I'm going to kill Highway 9 with my fucking red colored smoke tires or whatever the fuck." Like you're an idiot. Like what if you back it in though and you're tell a sick rider and like orange smoke backing it, You can't get orange smoke from backing it in. Sure you can. It's smoke. It's burning smoke, right? It's just it's You would have tire. to do like a like three donuts and then back it in. Oh, all right, <laughs> you maybe get you can a nice smoke cloud going. All right. All right. Uh, what do you think about any accessory or gear with skulls or skeletons on it? Um, let's see. Uh, my dad never hugged me. <laughs> 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 so does that mean you're all for it? <laughs> no, that means like that's that's like that's like the tribal tattoo of motorcycles. <laughs> 
I want to look hardcore. Good. I'm going to get some fucking skulls and shit. <laughs> like, there's not a more cliched way for you to look like a fucking poser than to put skulls on anything okay. motorcycle Okay, wait. Related. What about the Sons of Anarchy jackets? Posers! <laughs> <laughs> fucking posers! <laughs> what do you think about hipster cafe bikes? Um... Nothing wrong with the bikes inherently. I just hate the hipsters on them. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, what about those like James Bondy mods, like that drip bleach or dish soap onto the exhaust so that it shoots up smoke like a smoke screen? Does it also come with like fold out machine guns? No. Oh well, just fuck it. What about everybody changing their aftermarket turn signals to these little LED pods? Kind of stupid. I mean, I get why they do that, because, like, especially if you get a Honda, they look like E.T.'s dick sticking out of your bike. But, <laughs> but uh, like, the tiny little ones, especially the flush outs, nobody can see them. You know, I've, like, made turns, and people almost hit me, and I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, dude, you didn't signal. And I was like, yeah, I did. And they're like, well, I can't see that shit. So if you change them out to the tiny little ones, nobody will see them. But you did that. No, I didn't do it. I bought a bike from somebody who already did that. <laughs> <laughs> what about people that put fur on their gas tanks, like the fur covers? Um, is this 1999? Yes. Are we all listening to Limp Biscuit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. <laughs> okay, come oh. on, throw a couple more at me. Throw a couple more at me. Well, we're kind of almost out of ideas there. Somebody's got some. <laughs> yeah, man. What, what do you think about uh, those dice, uh, the dice-shaped uh, valve stem covers? Uh, probably the least offensive dumb mod ever because it doesn't really affect anything. It okay. just makes you look kind of dumb. Hey, I got those. Get off, man. <laughs> How about bar and mirrors? Bar and mirrors are cool until you drop your bike, and then they're not. <laughs> what about running with no mirrors? Um, it's totally gangsta. Yeah. What about uh, race replica helmets? Uh, I don't know. No, going back to the mirrors, let's uh, let's talk about pig spotters for a second. <laughs> yeah. oh, pig God. spotters. All about the pig spotters. So f I I didn't know what they were, and I saw an ad for them, or like someone was selling them on eBay or something. I'm like, what the fuck are these? And they're like the dumbest non mirror mirrors that ever existed, just for you to like skirt the law. Like, oh, I have mirrors. Yeah, they look all aerodynamic. And they shit. look stupid. <laughs> you can't see fucking shit. You if you unless you like looking at your own shoulders. <laughs> You know what, what I mean? about uh, what about the uh, toe shifter covers? Uh, great, great for keeping your Air Jordans pristine <laughs> on your Jixer. <laughs> what do you think about scooters and flip flops? Um, man, when when you get on a scooter, all bets are off. <laughs> I I can't really hate on anything scooter riders do because it just would take way too fucking long. <laughs> I'm just gonna say everything. Nice. If you get on a scooter, period, you're already doing something wrong. <laughs> you are never borrowing my scooter again. I'm I'm willing to look lame on a scooter just for the fact that it's very convenient. And what fun. about chin eraser helmets? What? What? Chin eraser helmets. Duke order helmets. Oh, uh, uh, chin eraser? Chin, chin eraser. eraser. Oh. Oh, now I need to see what you call them, chin erasers. Yeah. Well, I remember I was reading a study done... Um, by some dudes in Germany. I wish I could remember the name. Maybe it was the Snell Foundation or something. But they tested the number one, or where all the impacts happen on a helmet. The number one most frequent area of impact is the fucking chin. 
So for people to ride a, a motorcycle with a helmet that leaves out the most important part of the helmet is so fucking mind-bogglingly stupid. I just can't even fathom it, dude. <laughs> my, All right. My neighbor All with right. the 90cc moped down the street. And that uh, was... Oh, I'll let you guys go. Yeah. No, go ahead. Say what, say what, say what. Anyway, he's super cautious and worried about riding his scooter. Yeah. But he just bought a really expensive helmet. It's half, half, half helmet. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was like, well, okay. hey, it'll protect his brain, but you know, he'll probably end up with like a bionic jaw. Yeah. Or something. I didn't have the heart to tell him. <laughs> Most of his brain. I can't. I well, can't talk. I have six of them. That has been a segment of Lucas. Let's, Let's lose. lose. <laughs> so. <laughs> Shooting my verbal diarrhea all over y'all. So if anyone, okay, don't listen to Knock. He's just jealous. Right. If anyone out there would so, like to hear Lucas's opinion on something, okay, especially yeah. that one viewer who wrote in and said I'm a so here's bag. here. So listeners, here's your opportunity <laughs> to up your hate mail game. Just, <laughs> we want bring paragraphs. it in. Bring it in. We want paragraphs. The Russian general specifics. Will see. Yeah. You, ha- you have to, like, get under my skin in order for it to actually count. Talk how, about his height. How can they reach and us? And his weight. That's not going to work. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Where can you send your hate mail to Lucas? You can find us online at MotorcyclesMisfits.com, on Facebook at Recycle Santa Cruz. You can send us an email at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. You can call and send us a voicemail. At 831 5112. And Scott, I'll write that down on a card for you. Yeah, very Send good. us a call in and, Send us an and intro. check in. Send us your uh, Lucas hate voicemail. <laughs> Where are you today? <laughs> exactly. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, Thanks, guys. Thank you for uh, your for feedback. Email. Thanks for your feedback. On iTunes. Thank you, it really Scott. Helps I'm inspired. Us. Well, mm-hmm. I thank everybody here for being so wonderful and welcoming oh yeah uh, totally man no just happened to be in the area and it, i could not have thought of a better place to go yeah, just leave the 20 at the door everything really. was yeah. just as i wanted <laughs> cool on that note we're checking out this is liza zach this is knock get no scope bitch <laughs> this is jake uh it's scott jimmy and we are out cool. hashtag mlg cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs>